Howdy, cowpokes. Welcome to Happily Ever Pasture, a podcast about Fox's new reality dating show, Farmer Wants a Wife. I'm Starlisha. And I'm Abby. And we're friends and reality TV fans who will recap and review new episodes each week. Saddle up and join us. Welcome. I'm Abby. I'm Starlisha. Yay, we're here. We're a little frazzled. We've gone through a lot of technical difficulties today. Uh, it's going to be worth it, though. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it was... What a journey. What a journey we've gone through. I feel like I have gone on a trek, you know, a, a massive quest, watching that episode. Yeah. Oh, and it was especially difficult for neither of us to talk to each other while we were watching. <laughs> I think this was the quietest we've been since we've watched it together. <laughs> it was, but there was a lot of facial expressions. Oh, so much. It was a lot of forced quietness. It was like biting our tongues, like and clamping our mouths shut. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a journey. All right. So highs and lows for this week. I think my high is all the direct communication that went on from the women. I thought that was really cool to watch. Just women being like, no, this is what I want. This is how I feel. Um, with a few exceptions, and we'll get into that. Um, and Portia is a definite high for me this week. Nicole is a definite high for me this week. Um, seeing Megan come out of her shell a little bit was a definite high. I'm really, I'm really glad for that. Um, lows for the week, Cassidy, Joe, and Alan, and we can, we'll talk about that too, because I know we both have a lot of thoughts about it, but their interaction was definitely a low for me, and I'm, I hope they're both okay, and I hope that we get to see some conversation and resolution about that next week, um, but also one of the lows for me was the group date that Hunter had set up. Oh. for the women I thought it was really awful um and we'll tell we'll, we're gonna it was nothing like da- I mean it was a little dangerous but it wasn't anything like uh, no it was awful yeah was yeah I was like it was awful no it was squarely bad no yeah. it was straight up bad and we'll we'll talk about that for sure yeah so agree on the low oh it sucks because I I feel like my highs and lows are the same but yeah I was thinking my low is squarely the castration of the bulls, I think that should be everyone's low, okay? Like, yes. <laughs> if you if that wasn't your low, low this me. episode, I I have to revisit if I want to be friends with you, okay? But, like, <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely my low. And, yeah, I also really loved the women just, like, being like, this is what I want, you know? That was definitely a high for me. Uh, uh, I don't want to be a copycat, though. But, That's okay. Um, well, I can throw out another high for me. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's all right. Was you know what? Something okay. I'm l- working on is like a, a leftover feeling from high school is that if I like what everyone else likes, there's something like not cool about me, and I'm learning that that's okay. Things are popular <laughs> okay. because people like them. Okay, and like yes. that's okay. So um, 100%. I'm all right with being on the same page 
and yeah. uh and alan i mean alan is always my high you know like i, I know you love him i love him <laughs> i just uh, i i want to protect him from everything bad so um yeah that's that's where i'm at um and yeah and now we can <laughs> get into the into the meat of it or get into the balls of it as it were oh um, no i know i said it I'm okay shook. I'm shook. <laughs> not the yeah oh one of the girls um or another high so one of the girls during after the cast the sydney Sid, was it yeah, sydney after the castration date and they were eating dinner and hunter fried the the testicles she said and i quote <laughs> because i wrote it down wait i lost it i really love the nuts <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh girl uh, <laughs> love it yeah i thought that was great perfect she said she yeah. uh she's like they need some sweet chili sauce but other than that they were pretty good yes. <laughs> And I was like, okay, a girl who likes her seasoning and her spice. I, yeah. I respect Yeah, some spicy that. and some balls. Respect, that Sydney. She's the whole package. Some spicy nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, gosh. okay. Um, yeah, so let's get, let's get into the episode. So, okay, do you want to give us a little synopsis, uh, our stellar summarizer? Sure, I wrote nothing this <laughs> week because it was yeah. a doozy. So this week we saw more solo dates each guy took their ladies back to the farm after being at the rodeo in dallas last week and sent them well didn't really send them but took them on farm chores for the day some of the guys made some tough decisions some of the ladies made some tough decisions vulnerability was shared some thoughtful questions were asked and we said goodbye to Two beautiful, smart women this week. Great, perfect. So, um, should we say who uh-huh. who got the individual dates this week? Yes, let's start there. Yeah. So, um, I think Landon started off at the very beginning. So, Landon chose Kylie for this week, um, and Alan chose Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Uh. Hunter chose Stephanie, right? And uh, yes. Ryan chose Lily. You look confused. Yes. What's <laughs> what's going on? I was a little confused about a lot of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was basically confused for the entire episode. I And it's like no one's fault except for the men this week, except for <laughs> Alan. Um, so shout out Alan. Great job. Um, we are just vi- like just vibing. Love um, Alan. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's great and it's great. Um, so Ka- Kylie and Landon went axe throwing in the middle of the day, which I thought was a really interesting choice of date. Um, I mean, was it the I day? It. it was so hard to tell. I mean, I think time of day was especially difficult to determine in this episode. Like, yeah, it was dark, it was, it was light, of, it was day, it was night. It was like, all right, over. a lot of time jumping in this episode yeah. between farm to farm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love axe throwing, yeah, it's you've a done lot it? of fun. Yeah, I've done it a few times. Um, it takes, I thought it was interesting that they started out with one handed axe throwing. Oh, is that not usually, 
No, usually when you start out, you do two hands, and it's like above your head, and oh. there's like a whole rhythm to it. Um, but I think they've both done it before, maybe. So Landon said he had never done it, and Kylie said she had. <laughs> right, that's true. Um, so yeah, it was interesting to kind of watch, you know, just like a cute little date day. Yeah. Um, what did you What did you think? Yeah. I don't really have too much to say about their date, honestly. Yeah. Um, uh, Jennifer Nettles described Kylie as career girl Kylie. So that's mostly what I had written down. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Which we were confused about. So um, shout out Kylie and hi to Kylie's mom. Yes. I heard that Kylie's mom loves to listen to all the podcasts. So hi, Kylie's mom. Oh, um, <laughs> Shout out to you. Thank you so much for listening, um, sharing the podcast. I'm sure you're sharing it with your community, and we really appreciate that. Um, But I thought it was really interesting that Jennifer Nettles referred to Kylie as a career girl because I think all of them are career women. And this is kind of a funny, like... What a strange... I think Jennifer Nettles really started off on, like, wanting to give them everybody titles and then she kind of dropped that off like she's like career yeah. girl kylie referred to landon as our most remote farmer and referred to right. alan as our most reserved farmer so it seemed like everyone was getting like tm you know titles and then that yeah. kind of stopped so, like because i started writing them down and then that kind of died off so <laughs> have anybody right. else besides that but yeah, yeah what an like, interesting description pro- right were the producers like this is what you should this is what you should refer to them. I mean, she obviously is not writing the right. first scripted stuff, but so it's interesting to me, like, what the writer's room looks like because they're watching it in post and, like, before or after the edits or bo- I guess maybe before the... Re- I don't know. I don't know how reality TV works. I guess they're watching it before or else she wouldn't know what to say. But it's, like, an interesting thing to me because I'm... A reality TV nerd, and I kind of want to know how it all works. So, yeah, um, Fox producers, if you're out there, if you're <laughs> listening, can we get a can we get a hint? Because I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or maybe we should just set up a time because we got a ton of questions about how this worked exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> so let's chat. Um, but yeah, so I I loved their what I read about their days that I loved their playful competition. Um. I thought they were very cute together. It seemed like they had a lot of fun. Um, I uh, I had mentioned before uh, we recorded that I was hoping uh, to get a little bit more of Kylie's personality because I feel like she's been kind of turned into a... We haven't heard a lot from her, so she's been kind of turned into a... I don't know... Uh, <laughs> cartoon or like some some kind of inanimate mm-hmm. object you know like other people describe her a lot and we haven't heard from her directly so I was really happy to see more of her personality which seems very um light and silly and um you know genuine so I was happy to yeah. see that um yeah um what did I oh I, I wrote down later like uh that uh, Kylie also had a, a bright blue drink later when they were talking, yes. which caught my eye and was very visually pleasing. So I don't know what was in that, but I hope you're okay after drinking it because. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> I can't, can't imagine. It <laughs> and was, not in know. a judgmental way, but just in like, a, oh, that is a that is a cocktail. <laughs> we love a cocktail. Oh, I mean, yeah. I do. Very pretty. 
Um, uh, but yeah, hope you're all right. It looks sugary. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> hope you're feeling okay. Uh, but yeah, and uh, oh, and then and Landon mentioned that that funny thing about promising his mom he wouldn't kiss anyone on camera. <laughs> Yeah, um, I have questions yeah. about th- this is where my questions really started tonight because <laughs> I missed him saying that. I was like looking down at my phone and you repeated it to me and my head like snapped up and I was like, he, what, what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm it's like, what he said. Yeah, I could have misunderstood, but. Uh, I believe you. He made an effort to to kiss her quote unquote off camera, which is not a thing. It seems to be a surprise for maybe all the farmers that they are never off camera. <laughs> yeah, that is a con I mean, I said it last week. I was concerned about Ryan being like, <laughs> here's a rose away from the camera and she was like, No, there's like a like babe, there's a camera right there. <laughs> So, like, Landon, I I can't wait to meet Landon's mom. Shout out to Landon's mom if she's also listening. I don't know if she is or not. But if you are, um, hi. Um, <laughs> because I think that's such a an interesting premise. And obviously, I don't know Landon. So I don't know if, I don't know if that was like a Sunday dinner, like, oh, Landon, you better not be kissing any of those girls. <laughs> conversation or if he just decided like uh, the way I'm going to show respect for this process is to not kiss any girls on camera quote unquote I don't know I I feel like I need more information about his mom and I love moms so I'm (laughs) like I bet she's amazing oh yeah but is she a I'm like is she a pastor is she a teacher like is she the mayor of their like why would he make such a very specific promise because the promise was not I'm not going to kiss anyone period it was I'm not going to kiss anyone on camera yeah like you know and it's kind of little moments like that that like um you know I feel like a big premise of this show is like let's take city girls and let's kind of like shove them in an environment where they know nothing and another guy has to like teach them everything about how they live you know like I feel like right. that's kind of part of the premise so it's little moments like the camera stuff that I do appreciate like I appreciated Ryan and Sarah's moment of like <laughs> her pointing out like no you don't like there's a camera here that's kind of the the deal you know like mm-hmm. so I liked little moments of that where they can also um you know teach the the farmers a little something because yeah i i really yeah. hope that there's a little more re- recipro- reciprocity um mm-hmm. i i like more of that i think that's a really interesting perspective and one i did not think of i'm i'm totally approaching it from like the small town boy angle yeah but you're right like exactly this that is the whole premise as big city girls and it's like oh what can she teach you you cow boys <laughs> about reality dating television because yeah interesting yeah so I think that kind of lends itself to the um the sincerity of the show is that like I, mm-hmm. I really like that they include little moments like that of like um it just feels holistic you know it just feels like we're yeah seeing them as whole people and not as you know um you know People that either have it all together or have nothing together. You know, it's a little of both, which I like. Right. Yeah, um, I do like that, too. I hope the women get more opportunities to showcase their skills, 
too. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, again, they're all career girls, <laughs> you know, like they're all career women. Every single one of them. <laughs> like they all seem just incredibly smart and like, seems like they, they have a lot of skills. So I really hope that that's, mm-hmm. there's more of that. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I also was, uh, what do you think about, cause Landon mentioned that he and Kylie have a lot in common and I mm-hmm. haven't seen that. I'm not really sure what he's referring to. They seem to get along really great, but I'm not. Uh, I don't think we've been, in my recollection, we've been privy to what exactly that is. Do you know anything that they said they had in common? Um, <clears throat> no, but I also could be wrong. I'm just like checking back in my notes too. Um, so Kylie is a veteran affairs advocate. And Landon, I don't see any evidence of him being a veteran or, like, from an (laughs) army or, like, military background. Because I think that that's something. And I don't know what Kylie's background is either. Like, if she has, if she comes from a military background or if that's just the career that she is really connected to and is passionate about. Um, But I I feel like I refer to her as the scientist. I thought she had some sort of science background. Oh, I might have to go back. I might have to tell. But no, she's she does Veterans Affairs. Yeah, now at least, yeah. yeah. I think she mentioned, right. like, on her date with, or in her voiceover, something about getting a bill passed of some sort. Like, yes. do you remember that? Which, I missed it. I don't Yeah. Know. She said something about getting a bill passed, and I'm totally interested in that. Like, yes. I'm, like, I'm a little bit of a polit, well, okay, in my <laughs> former, former years, I was a little bit of a politics nerd. Um, I still kind of am. So whenever I hear about people who are non-politicians, like, going to Congress or going to their state reps and, like, pushing policy forward, I always think that's so fascinating. Um, as so, far yeah, as we like, know I about really... her, she might be in the political world more than we know. Um, I think veteran right. advocate can be kind of broad. Could be political advocate. Yeah. We don't know. But, um right. Right. Yeah, I I think that just goes to, and really it can apply to all the women. Like I just want to know more about them. Like <laughs> I want to see less. Like we're getting... I want to see less bull castration and more like yes. <laughs> like okay, tell me more about this bill you helped pass. You know, like right. Yeah, I don't feel like yeah. we're learning enough about that. Uh, but such limited yeah. time, we only have an hour. You know, so it's I I get it. You gotta get to the point. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was there date um i think my rest of landed notes are later when they're all together as a group so Mm, mm -hmm. um i think alan's date uh we saw uh he took kelsey fishing which is the most alan date i could think of yes uh yeah um i thought it was really sweet i thought it was totally um i don't know if they maybe had discussions about fishing but um it did seem like uh something that he enjoys doing and like uh was more uh kind of like along the lines of like having conversations in the car it kind of struck me as one of those things like it seems like Mm -hmm. alan is maybe tending to pick activities where like that um allow him to be more open emotionally um yeah which I just think shows a lot. I don't know if he did this intentionally, but um, 
I just think it shows a lot of self-awareness and a lot of like recognition that he does. I mean, he mentioned this more than once that he has trouble communicating his emotions. Um, and it seems like he's really trying to find settings and activities during, you know, that help him to do that and help him to be more mm-hmm. open and vulnerable, which I think is amazing, honestly. And I love it. Yeah. I love so it. mature and insightful. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that was intentional, but I, I loved the what came about. Um, and she caught a fish. So win-win. <laughs> she did catch a fish. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if, I can't remember if she said that she has never been fishing or if she's never caught a fish because those are two different things. Because she unhooked that fish like a pro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She was just like, yoink, and just pulled the hook out and was like holding it and kind of waving it around. And I was like, that does not strike me as someone who has never been fishing. But maybe she's just never caught a fish. Yeah, she Um, did mention, um, I think she's one of the ones that said um, that she grew up, um, I don't know if she said farm specifically, but like in the the country, I guess. She said something about having a history with more you know, outdoorsy living, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I think you're, you're probably right. Maybe she has been around it, but hasn't, um, caught a fish herself. So bravo. Um, we did learn a little bit more about her. Um, Mm -hmm. she, uh, she said that she comes from a broken home, which, um, I don't love as a term, but if you want to define that for yourself, I mean, power to you. However you want to describe your own story is up to you. But um, basically, we just found out that her mom was not around. We don't know why. Um, and uh, seems like was raised by her dad or um, something to the, along those lines. Something that she said um, that made me feel uh is is that she said like she was worried about alan um uh basically i think he said something like i i have trouble sharing my emotions or communicating them and she said um oh well because i'm the opposite i'm very emotional which i took uh i don't know this is a big thing and it's not about her specifically but it's my um i guess you could call it a pet peeve is that like being able to communicate your emotions is very, is not the same as not being emotional, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, again, I put myself onto Alan entirely, but, like, <laughs> I do kind of get the feeling that he does have a lot of emotion. And he, he thinks about things very, uh, you know, seriously and, you know, spends a lot of time in his head and, like... Uh, he just he does strike me as someone able to feel very deeply and very powerfully. Um, so I just take I take a real issue with um, anyone equating. Um, and actually, that goes to like for kind of the whole show, but especially a lot of the um, a lot of Alan's women and how they talk about him is that like mm-hmm. they say things like, you know, like, oh, well, he's not emotional or he's not affectionate. And I don't think either of those things are true. Um, yeah. And I don't really like that they're kind of making assumptions, um, based on how he communicates either of those things. Um, right. I so, agree. yeah, that was my feeling. What did, what did you think? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting, um, because, I mean, I really don't have too much to add. I think you've really hit the nail on the head. 
he does show emotion. It just takes him a while, and he's he likes to think about it. He's logic brained, um, but logic doesn't equal no emotion, or even not even. I mean, and, I do think he's logical, but even like I don't think right. he's very logical brained. Even I think he does. I mean, just the fact that you know, like I said, that he seems to be very aware of like and and mm. wanting to work on being more, you know, communicative. I think that shows a lot of self-awareness that you don't you can't have if you're not emotional if you're not affectionate you know like it so i just don't think it's fair it's a fair assessment of him um so yeah i just had a lot of feelings about that especially because later in the group uh i mean (laughs) it was kind of a a similar thing of like landon's women unionizing of like (laughs) kind of alan's women also maybe had a group conversation about how um him not showing affection in the way that they are expecting or wanting um like like kelsey said something that i wrote down because i was like uh um what'd she say uh we're women we need affection um which i i drew a little barf face next to uh Because it just hits on something for me. Because, like, again, I am Alan in a lot of ways. And so I really hate mm-hmm. this impression of, like, and I hate any kind of gender essentialist talk anyway. But, um, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't think any of that was fair. I don't think any of that is fair to say all women need, um, you know, uh, all women interpret kissing as affection. I don't think that's fair. I don't think right. it's fair to say, like, you know, um, you know, all, like, that's the only way to show affection. And women, you know um or i don't know wanting that or something so i i just didn't really like it um but yeah but uh i think a lot of in general it wasn't just alan's women i feel like a lot of the women there put a um a an interestingly large emphasis on kissing in general uh what did you think about that just as a general i agree I agree that kissing is a huge theme here. Mm-hmm. And I, now that you're asking it and now that you're bringing it up, I'm starting to think about like my theories around this. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, and this is just a theory, I know nothing, but is this like a post COVID situation? Oh. I mean, like, are, is everyone just ready to kiss? <laughs> now and that's okay but I think it's like very interesting because I I I don't know and I know every week I know y'all are probably like oh my gosh here goes Starlisha she's gonna bring up the bachelor again but like and I am because I think it is such an interesting contrast but like I did not as I've said before I did not watch this past season of the bachelor that just ended this week but I know that on like within the first episode or two that Zach kissed all of the women, if not on all of them on night one, which it was, would have been 30 women, 30 women, 26, 24, maybe more. A lot I of don't know. I, I feel it's like it's getting 30, more every season. <laughs> I know it's awful. I think 30 women and we know that they usually film the first night overnight. So what 30 women in a 14 hour period, which 30 women across 13 weeks, not, it's not nothing, but it's not like boom, 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 boom. So I think like, I think some people just really think kissing 
and again, this is not right or wrong. I think some people just put a huge emphasis on kissing and I'm, and I, I'm curious about going back to the small, the, um, small town boy, big city girl mentality. If these women are swipe, swipe, swiping away on Tinder in their big cities and going on like four different dates a week or every two weeks or whatever, like just statistically, it's going to be a lot more because it's a more populated area. And again, this is not shaming, but like, are, are these women just used to kissing more on dates? And are these men just used to, can you drive my tractor <laughs> yeah. on dates? Which <laughs> Purely is sincerely, non-euphemism, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> right. Seriously, though, can you drive can my you... tractor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how, how's, how's she handle? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's an interesting conversation to be had. And I, re- like, I really, I have so many questions for the women Y'all, get in our inbox, because I know a lot of you follow us now, which, thank you. Um, But, like, seriously, we have questions about kissing, because, yeah, and not in a bad way. I'm just curious, like, was that kind of the vibe on set, too? Was this a producer thing? Um, yeah, was this something because, you were again, I think asked these... about over and over? Like, why was right. this such a common topic? Was it on your minds, or was it on someone else's? Right. Yeah. So know, it I'm sounds like you it. kind of see it more as a bigger thing, like a post-COVID. You see it on The Bachelor and other places as well. You don't think it's specific to the show? I don't think it's specific to the show, no. Oh, um, okay. I think it's, no. I mean, my friends and I, I mean, you just like, you go without kissing for a year, then you get vaccinated if you choose to do so, and then you can like maybe start having a little bit of fun, going out to dinner more, right? Like your world re reopens how and however you feel comfortable reopening it and I think for a lot of single people that I know dating was a big part of that it was like oh I can finally go out with a stranger again mm. oh I can finally share a meal with a friend oh I can finally take a sip of my friend's drink because we are tested or like vaccinated or whatever like I feel like it's just like bodily fluid we thought so much about bodily fluid for a year a year try three (laughs) well yeah three years but like i have never heard or thought about spit more than i did in 2020 true true, true. so now we're like in this world where if you choose to allow yourself if you choose to pursue swapping bodily fluids in one way or another with someone it is maybe a little bit less of a concern Interesting. So that I don't know. No, that's a I, really valuable was... perspective because obviously I I haven't been single in a really long time. But like also I did not experience being single in the pandemic. And you're totally right that that would make, of course, a huge impact on yeah how that uh, I think it changed all of us. And so it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting perspective. I uh. I feel like the kissing is a bigger deal in this show than I have seen in The Bachelor. Is that yeah. are you saying that you didn't feel that way or um I I think I I think I think it is. I think it is more of a deal than The Bachelor. Like I think it's more expected on a show like The Bachelor because the setup is different. Um because the setup is oh you're going on one on like a lot of one on ones or a lot of group dates where there are opportunities for you to pull out into 
an alleyway or a hallway and kiss someone, right? Whereas with this, if you only have five women and you you have to pick every other, every however many days, one of those women, I think the awareness around kissing or any type of physical affection is just going to be higher statistically. Like, Well, it seems like it's higher on the women's minds than on the men's. Right. Right? Right. Which is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all know, like, I I believe gender is a construct and completely made up. But, but very real. traditionally, yeah. stereotypically, men are, men are the ones who want more affection. Or more physical something, right? Like, stereotypically. Um, yeah. So it's uh, kind of interesting to see how this show is kind of broken out of that narrative. And I, I mean, I like it. I'm into that for sure. But at least it does leave me with a lot of questions of who's driving the boat on the kissing. Yeah. Cruise. Yeah. I am very con- um, interested in that. Cause it seems like, uh, Oh shit. I totally lost my train of thought. It's gone. Um, what are they say? kissing us? The men are kissing. Oh, um, so it seems like maybe this could be an example of culture shock. Mm. Of like uh, the women are um, coming from one kind of dating culture and the men are coming from another. Um, And so it's just natural that like since the men are, you know, calling the shots more or less that um, that culture would kind of reign and the other one would have trouble fitting into that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I would really like, I, I also agree it's fascinating and I um I find it very interesting, but I really, I wish there was more honest conversation about it like this rather than, for example, <laughs> Cassidy Joe more or less cornering Alan and saying, can you just kiss me already while already, you know, <laughs> hugging him in a very kind of... After he'd already expressed that he moves slowly, you know, he's, you know, um, he values other ways of connecting, you know, it, he explained, you know, uh, I, I found that whole interaction to be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, should we say a little bit more what it was? Am I being too vague? Um, no, I don't think you're being too vague. Um, so yeah, the, the women were all at dinner with Alan and Cassidy Joe, well, I guess Alan was going to, was he going to, like, say if he was sending someone home? He had already said he wants to keep everybody. He said, oh, right. Uh, right. I don't want to send anybody home, but that's, you know, I'm, I'm okay with you staying if that's okay with you all. And so in response to that, Cassidy yes. Joe said, actually, can we talk about that? Um, right. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> He did call her out for, like, asking him the same question multiple times. Oh, I I wrote down something, um, which I found interesting, since we're talking about that. Um, Yes. uh, So I I find it really interesting, just the narratives that, uh, I think, with a lot of, like, the filmed together time, combined with how much filming is asking people individually what they think, I think that provides... Mm -hmm so much opportunity for widely varying narratives about the same interactions about the same things um and i yes. saw that multiple times throughout this episode and one of them was the story of like you know 
Alan being quote unquote not affectionate enough and the stories that all the women were telling themselves about that. Um, mm-hmm. And even when they were together, I don't think Alan was there for this. I think it was the women talking without him, but yeah, I, I don't think he was there because Kelsey said something about like, well, he's, uh, he's really, he wanted, he's wanted to be fair, you know, about like not kissing. Um, right. Which I, I respected that actually. I was like, okay, that does seem like a little closer to Alan's, um, you know, uh, underst- like an understanding of Alan. Whereas Cassidy Joe, she leapt right to, oh, he's not over the ex-wife, you know? Right. Yeah, he's not ready to date. He's not ready to be married to somebody else. He must be still hung up on this other woman, which I found very fascinating. Um, and uh, And she did ask him straight up, like, are you... Um, did she, she mentioned the ex-wife, right? Like, yeah, well, she mentioned, yeah, she did. She said, um, are you, wait, what did she say? Oh, are you afraid? Yeah. She asked him, are you afraid of this? Are you ready? Are you afraid? Mm. And she just kept repeating those two questions. And he was like, you can keep asking me and you're going to get the same answer. I'm ready. I'm not afraid. Yeah. And I was like, good for you, Alan, yeah. because I i mean, I've been a fan of Cassidy Joe since day one. Week two dropped a little bit. Um, week three, I was f- like feeling it a little bit again. But this week again, I'm like, Cassidy Joe, like, I understand where she's coming from, I think. But I think the methodology is very interesting. But that might just be because, I don't know, maybe that's just because that's not how I would have handled it but I also I also understand being the woman who is able to get a man to bend to what she wants in a in a moment Hmm. I understand that very deeply um as someone who in the past has dated men who haven't who have allowed me to steamroll them I get it and I think that Alan if I were to wager a guess, if I were to wager a guess in my unprofessional opinion, because you are you are the therapist and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not because you love Alan. <laughs> I think Alan has done a lot of work to be able to stand up for himself. Yeah. But in that moment where Cassidy Joe just said, will you just kiss me already? And he was like, okay, here. And he gave her the lightest peck. And I mean like a quick little, and that was it and then he was like there are you happy yeah and i was like oh that's old alan like i saw whatever mm. he and his ex-wife had Ooh. in my brain i was like that's old alan mm. he was not into that moment and i could tell and then it was really interesting because in the preview for next week and i know things are edited cut together left out whatever um you hear cassie joe being like he kissed me well, no, she said that this episode. She said, "Oh, oh he, it was this episode." Yeah, he said. She oh. said he finally kissed me, <laughs> and like oh, right. I would not describe what happened as that. <laughs> um, and I don't think that's what she was after either. Yeah, it seems strange like, how happy was she was. Ask, right, like if I was asking a man who has told me that he is not going to kiss me to kiss me, and he bends to my will, I'm expecting for my mind to be blown like 
if you are into me so much that I can get you to do what I want for two seconds out of your day, then I want those fireworks. I want a dip. I want a little <laughs> ass grab. Like, give me something. And that was not the energy. Yeah. It was. I I'm, I was so disappointed that we didn't hear Alan's perspective after that went down. Because yeah. I really want to know how he felt after that because it's really hard to see him feeling anything but uncomfortable and kind of peeved um yeah and i hope that they do get to i hope that we get to see a conversation between the two of them um because i mean i don't think again huge fan of cassie joe i don't think she was being mean but i don't think it was a hundred percent nice well, I just think it and crossed the line. I think bit. it really crossed a boundary. And I Yeah, she I'm crossed not, his boundary for sure. I'm not happy with that. Um Yeah. I mean I I still really like Cassidy Joe, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't lose a little bit of respect for her. Um, yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. Um, but I do think like I know what uh I have a lot of like insecurity around people being afraid of me, you know, as being someone who has mm-hmm. a lot of really big feelings. So I, I wonder if her repeated ask of like, are you afraid? Are you afraid? Are you ready? Like, I wonder if that's if she has something similar to that. Um, but yeah. uh, I do think a lot of her own insecurities are coming to the surface. And uh, and that can it doesn't have to be a bad thing. You know, like I do think there is possibility in having a partner that challenges you to examine the softest parts of yourself that really you know um need examining you know and that need attention and if that's if it's a if the relationship is an environment where it's safe enough to do that i think it can be good for your partner to like you know kind of trigger those things in you i think that's Mm -hmm. not a bad thing um but i i do hope that i don't know that cassie joe does some of her own work maybe around that um because yeah, yeah I, I can see her maybe not taking she definitely takes some responsibility for her her own needs that's for sure um, mm-hmm. but I would like to see more accountability for how she maybe transposes her own insecurities on other people's actions and behavior yeah um, definitely so yeah that was a very interesting uh, thing that went down I guess um, blah, 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 blah. okay that's Let's talk about Ryan. Mm. <laughs> mm. Who took Lily on a date to go horse riding because she's the horse girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or one of the horse girls, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ryan, my guy. <laughs> I don't... I have so many thoughts and feelings after this episode. Um, Ryan and Lily's date... I just, every week, and I've said this at least in the last three recordings, every week, I feel like Ryan says a lot, but says nothing at all. (laughs) Yeah. That's a very good way to describe him, actually. I'm, yeah, I agree. I'm just like, what are you, what are you say? what are you not saying? Like, I want to know what he's not saying, and I want to know why he's not saying it. Um, 
I forget what the quote was this week, and I because I didn't write it write it down. Um, he said something, and I was like, "Oh, he bless his heart!" Like I think he really thought it was a thought, a fully th- formed. <laughs> thought in that was regarding the conversation at hand but it just wasn't it was just a statement um i mean back to your eyes are brown (laughs) and i have a rose like just statements which are fine but also they're not like i feel like ryan just serves me a big nothing burger every week (laughs) and i want him to like I want a grass fed <laughs> with the works, no onion please, burger from him every week. And I get nothing. <laughs> just and just I feel bun. Like I got even bun and lettuce. Just just bun and lettuce. <laughs> and this week the bun and lettuce was him sharing that he lost a sibling. Yeah. His older brother passed away. Um at the age of nine, I think he said. Yeah, when he was seven. And so that is Right. I actually thought that was um, brave and and very. Yeah. I thought it was revealing. I I I thought got a yeah. little something out of it because I do think it I says got a, a little lot something about you know he's and he acknowledged it, like that really changes you you know that really shapes you yeah um which I I agree. So yeah, I I I don't know. There was nothing memorable about their date to me except for the horseback riding and lily i mean lily looks great in a horse um yeah that was really that was really it for me (laughs) but but it's interesting to kind of see it's interesting to me that ryan not that he showed emotion because he cried week one but he and again, we only have an hour, so who knows what was cut. But it was interesting that he shared something that deep mm. and meaningful about himself. So, like, props to Ryan, but also I have more questions about him from later on in the episode. <laughs> yeah, and we can get to that. Um, just a couple of things that I actually really liked about his date with Lily is one thing... He acknowledged their age gap, which I have a lot of respect for, especially seeing a lot of other age gaps in this show that are not acknowledged and really should be. Uh, so he, you know, basically said that he's in his early 30s and that Lily is 24. And he said, like, I didn't know who I was at 24. Um, so I respected that. Um, and I I think that, yeah, I, I do have big concerns about a lot of the more, the larger age gaps in this show. Um, but I do think if there is a way to handle it well, I think Ryan is on the right track for that. If, if that's something that he's interested in pursuing, cause, uh, you gotta so. be aware of that. Like if you're going to have, mm-hmm. yeah, you really gotta examine it and own it and, um, you know, talk about it, um, in order for that to work. Cause otherwise I can think it can jump into unhealthy and even like disturbing power difference very fast. So yes, for sure. I respected that. Um, I also think that Ryan asks good questions. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that he's pretty consistently been um, asked really interesting stuff. Like he's he asked Lily, "Are you closer to your mom or your dad?" Um, Yeah, I think that was a pretty 
good way to bring up um, parents, um, which is an important topic. It's something you should talk about sooner rather than later, I think. Um, and yeah, and she said uh, neither. <laughs> so um, yeah, but again, didn't find out a lot about her, but um, it sounded like they got uh, more vulnerable with each other. And she, he said, she just gets it, man. <laughs> and maybe that's what it was that i was like gets yeah gets what it was very unclear what exactly he meant right Uh, so maybe that's something we missed due to editing yeah yeah um maybe he really liked how she responded about his brother i guess but um Mm -hmm. yeah again editing we really didn't see a lot of that but yeah i guess it just it only matters how they feel about it um but Yeah. yeah definitely left something to be desired and it's unclear whose fault that is <laughs> right uh, let's blame it on the editors sure cut for time yeah <laughs> i'm fine with that uh so that. what about the later uh bits of ryan with the whole group and uh with his friends that was the that kind was of their rough. outing um and actually you know what this this feels like a good place to kind of ask a question um if you were on a reality dating TV show and you got to invite four of your friends to meet the people you were courting, who, which friends would you choose? Oh, this is, uh, this is both easy and hard for me because most of my friends are therapists. So (laughs) I kind of, I don't know. I feel like that's an advantage, you know, (laughs) like I think that we spend a lot of time talking about stuff like that. So I think that they'd be really good at um, picking up on things that I might not see um, mm-hmm. and how to contextualize it in a way that is, <laughs> I don't know, useful. So, yeah, I think a lot yeah. of my friends um, would be really good for that. And as well as, like, a couple people that have known me for a long time. I think that would be yeah. who I would pick. What about you? Um, I mean, I'm taking Bonnie, my best friend Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. She's so good. Because Bonnie is the person who will ask you about your deep, like, <laughs> your childhood trauma will come up the first or second time you hang out with Bonnie. And, but she does it in such a meaningful way yeah. that is, like, comfortable to people. I, I've watched her do it and it makes me sweaty. Like, I'm sweating <laughs> right now just thinking about it. But it's, like really good because she then she has a, a really good gift of like relaying the information like she's good at asking important questions and then being like this is what I learned this is what I'm gleaning and this is how I'm going to move forward like she's very good at that um so Bonnie is definitely coming with me when I applied for the bachelor at or bachelor I forget which one it was Back in, like, 2021, I, or 2020, rather, I messaged her, and I was like, if I get on, if I get to be the girl, like, during that hometown date, you're, you're on the couch with me (laughs) and the producers, like, (laughs) asking me the tough questions over a glass of wine. Like, that's how it's happening. Um, I think I would also just take, like, a, I mean, it's like a smattering of people. I think it's, like, the people that I invite to my summer parties, right? Like, the people who know me for, in different contexts, like some yeah. of the people I have taught with, some of the people I just hang out with on the weekends, some of the people I'm in group chats with. Um, yeah, 
So, yeah, but it was a really interesting concept because that was the second date we saw this week where the woman was meeting the guy's friends. Oh, true. Um, yeah, I forgot that Stephanie met Hunter's friends as well. Yeah. Yeah, but... At the pool hall. Right, but Ryan, um, all of his women met his friends, whereas with Hunter, it was just right. Stephanie, I believe. So you you had feelings about uh, Ryan's friends meeting the gals. <laughs> I did. Um, I think it's a great concept, and I think, I think he chose the wrong people. <laughs> like, I think he did not choose the right four friends. Um, I well, okay, sorry, excuse me. He did not choose the right three male friends. I think his friend, who was a woman, of course, smart, beautiful. Yeah. Um, she was like, I really like. I forget who she said. Oh, I'm so bad with names, y'all. Um, I really like so-and-so. She's very sweet, da-da-da, whatever. And the guys were like, no, no, no. Like, they were just, like, very... There was no feedback given. That we saw. It was just that we saw. It just seemed harsh. It was just, she's not the one for you. Yeah. I'm like, bro, what do you... What does that mean? Like, she's not the... Like... What does it mean beyond what you're saying? Yeah. It was... And I think it was, like, a classic example of just, like, a, a... just guys being guys. <laughs> and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't, it didn't seem to go well for to me. It just, like, it didn't seem like anyone was really having a good time. Uh, <laughs> seemed like, uh, I mean, definitely from what the, the his friends said, they seemed to have some, you know, some judgment, I guess, is maybe a uh, strong feedback is maybe one way to put it. And I could, uh, I imagine that if I was one of the women, I would be super uncomfortable. Um, oh, totally. So I just can't imagine that was pleasant for anybody. Um, no, not into it. Yeah. So I wonder where that's going to go. But um, yeah, what did I write down? Oh, do you, since we're talking about Ryan, do you want to talk about. Uh, 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 Portia. I do want to talk about Portia, and I, I want to talk to Portia. Oh, more so than Portia, anything. If you're listening, like, I'm going to email you anyway, girl, but, like, if you happen to hear this before I get around to emailing you, which is possible this week, like, please, you have, I mean, any of the women, all of the women have an open invitation to come yes. be on our show. Like, we want to talk to you, and... But Portia, so I, so after the episode, we, we took a little break, um, after we watched it to kind of get set up and just like get, get water. And I, I clicked on Instagram and Portia, Sarah V, Kelsey and Cassidy Joe were all live on Instagram together. And Portia said Somebody, one of the girls was like, Portia, like, how are you feeling after watching tonight? And she was like, I'm just really glad they made me look like a bad bitch. <laughs> and I was like, I wanted to. They did. Just, I immediately wanted to be like, please invite me on your life because I have so many thoughts about this. Um, so this is like a classic lesson in editing because maybe she wasn't feeling confident in those moments, oh. but she came across. She did. She knew what she wanted to ask. She did not. I mean, is there an appropriate way in a group dating setting to, like, really ask a dude, are you actually into me? There's a a better way. There's a best way. But I don't think any one way is wrong. 
Um, I thought she did it great. But she was like, I love. She was great. She pulled him to the <laughs> yeah, side. I love that she was like, I'm gonna say was... what I'm gonna say, and then you can talk. <laughs> yes. Oh, I Which loved it. Left me with more questions about Ryan than it did answers about anything else. Because <laughs> I'm like, does he interrupt a lot, or was she just, or is she the type of person who's like, if I don't say this right now, yeah. I'm never gonna say it. Yeah. Which that was kind of the vibe I was getting. Yeah, I need to get it out in one um, go. Be and. In, don't discuss it yet. Yeah. Right. Like, let me, and then we can process through mm-hmm. it. And I understand that deeply. Yes. Um, I thought it was really interesting how she said, I, I put my life on hold for this. Mm. And usually when people say that in these dating shows, I kind of roll my eyes because I'm like, yeah, we all, like, I could be doing other things right now. My life is also on hold to watch you date this person like I'm usually like yeah we all did it you all did it congratulations some of your jobs but she said my job is in jeopardy and that really like it wasn't just I put my life on hold it was I put my life on hold comma and my job is in jeopardy and that felt like a lot of weight to me yeah for sharing that and I mean, especially as a black woman in America, we are historically underpaid yeah. and overworked. And I, I forget what she does. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, uh, let's see. Portia is... Oh, she's an accounting assistant. Oh. So depending on what time of year this was filmed... It looked like fall to me. It looked like fall. So maybe tax season was over, but like prepping for the upcoming tax season. Sure. That's, and like, if she's an assistant to a CPA, that's a lot. Like, I have a friend who temps for an accountant, and she's doing a lot of work right now. Oh, I met, yeah, I can imagine. Like, it's March 29th. Tax day is approaching, everybody. I know, I Um, haven't done it yet. Oh, oh, (laughs) stressed. Just avoiding it. Yeah, me too. With all of my mind. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's interesting to me. She was like, I don't want to waste anyone's time. I just feel like we didn't really connect. Um, but before she pulled him, this was another thing. This was another Ryanism. Ryan, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan said that he feels a, he feels smitten with, quote, mostly all of you. Yeah. And this was after somebody Portia s- asked him about equal time, right? Oh, yes. The first thing she asked was, do you feel like you've given equal time to all the women? Yeah. And in the group. Said, this was in front of everybody. Right. Yeah, this was in the group in front of everybody. And he said, what was his response? I think he said yes. Right? Or. Yeah. And that's the wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> because the answer is no. Yeah. I feel like as far as like, I think Landon answers this question right every time of like, there will never be enough time. I want to spend every second with every single one of them. (laughs) Right. If Ryan could go on like a three week bender of just no sleep and spending every waking moment with every woman, he absolutely would. (laughs) And Ryan is more like, well, it's hard to, oh, that's what he said. He was like, oh, it's hard to tell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, no, it's not, Ryan. It's not hard to tell if you've given equal time to Haley who got 24, the first 24 hours, hours versus Stephanie versus Portia. There's different, that's how time works. Mm-hmm. You're either spending, t- you're either spending zero time with someone, 
a little bit of time with someone or a lot of time with someone. There's no... There's no other answer. <laughs> I feel like my response is that there's only one right answer and that is no. You know, <laughs> like, I feel like there's no way, you know, to answer that question. Yeah, well, with anything else. Wait, did you say the um him about being I'm smitten by mostly all of you? Did you say that yet? Oh, yes, I did <laughs> say that, but we didn't talk about it. So, yeah. um Oh my god. They were all around the table and he was like, "You know, I'm smitten by mostly with mostly all of you." And I'm yeah. like, first of all, what just that ick, like big ick." Yeah. Like I don't know if a guy said I if I was in a group with five other women and a guy said I'm smitten with mostly all of you, I would immediately do like a ranking in my head. Yeah. Like, okay, he's smitten the most with this one. He's slightly smitten with this one. He's less smitten with this one and he's not smitten at all with this one. And he's even less interested in this last person. And yeah, so I just thought like, I just felt like he, I don't know. I mean, I the way know. he said it made it sound like I'm smitten with everybody except one or two of you. <laughs> right. Like, putting mostly all of you in front of, it just is like, yeah, I feel like all the men are freaking out because I've never dated five men, men, uh, women at once. You know, like, ah, everyone's freaking out about that. But I feel like it is not hard <laughs> to, like, no. yeah, sure, the, some of the intricacies might be difficult for you to, you know, get right. But I feel like this is pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. At the very least, maybe don't compare them. Maybe don't say, like, maybe don't call out in a group that you don't feel great about one or two of them. Like, that is... Right. I mean, just socially. Just don't say that ever. Like, it's just, I don't know, whatever. We all we all make mistakes. We all say things we don't mean. Um, but, boy, oh golly. So yeah, that is when Portia was like, "Okay, we need to talk. I'm interrupting. We got <laughs> we got to discuss right. this in private, please." <laughs> uh, yeah, Which, loved Portia for taking taking control. Yeah, that was really good. Mm. Um, and when she left, she like started crying when she was talking, like saying goodbye to the women, and it's just <clears throat> very evident that all the women care for each other a lot like yeah there doesn't seem to be any nitpicky bitchiness like everybody seems to get along that and made me like laugh hanging so out. hard oh it was, was like, so great because she was talking she was to like, the women she was like oh really sorry to say goodbye to all of you and after just telling ryan hey peace out i gotta take care of my job um right <laughs> see you never see <laughs> and then she's like oh girls like and yeah. some of them like walked her they, back to they the house. walked her out like ryan just sat yeah. on a log looking into the fire Ugh, like so bump on a log seriously for real yeah so brava portia i love you i'm obsessed with you mm-hmm. and i would pay money for you to tell me what to do so uh <laughs> <laughs> but she is a stylist oh so okay Definite so, possibility like, you could then. Literally pay her money <laughs> okay. to tell you what to wear. My birthday's least. coming up. I'll send that to that idea yeah. to my wife. There uh, you 
Yeah, but yeah, power to you. Did, you did great. You handled that as well as you possibly could. And um, oh, I was a little confused though about her saying like she put uh, like her job in jeopardy and stuff because I, I kind of thought that they all had to be sequestered for the entire filming anyway. Am I wrong about that? Yeah. No, I think they do, which is why I, I said that usually when I hear people say that on reality shows, I roll my eyes. But yeah, like you're you're taking a leave of absence from your job for six weeks. For The Bachelor, it's like up to 13 weeks, right? Like if you go home night one, then you're just back to work on Monday and it sucks. But Well, no, I see, I thought they didn't have that choice because if they um, it would just take someone knowing when they're filming to be able to you know, piece together spoilers super easy based on what time they come home. I thought they had to like all just be just disappear for the entire duration of filming. Is that not the case? No, I, I mean, I think you're allowed to tell your job that like, I, I got on a TV show. I'm taking, a, I have to take a leave of absence, but I mean, I don't know. I've never read an NDA for any of these shows, so I don't really know what the parameters are, but But if I'm like, okay, so back to the Instagram live, I forget who it was. Somebody hopped on the Instagram live and they were in like the kitchen with another woman. I don't know if it was like a sister or a mom or an aunt or someone, but it was clear that they were like in their house and all these girls are back to being at their houses. Well, no, now that it's airing, I'm talking about during filming. Oh, yeah. I I thought like if they basically cut off. Yeah. Like if they got, I know I think that at least on the bachelor because there's been some pieces of it where um based on some things that the women have posted it kind of seems like maybe they weren't uh like they didn't have their phones locked up it seems like they had some access so it might be a little looser yeah Um, maybe but i thought at least the bachelor like they were you know agreeing to be just to- and that's why like a lot of the covid quarantining was like actually like a huge ask to, to ask them to do because mm-hmm. they had nothing you know they couldn't right. interact with the outside world um, yeah so yeah i well, i have a lot of questions about that but i mean for when the fox producers add that to the list <laughs> right list of things are you taking away phones or yeah and what's the process for you know preventing spoilers like Does this Mm -hmm. mean that, you know, even if they get eliminated, they still can't go back to work? Um, Right. That's that's what I was expecting. NDA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe the jobs were. But that seems like unsustainable. Like to ask everybody at your company to like shut up. (laughs) That just seems like unreasonable. Don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So big question. But I mean, uh, I, I hope that she... Uh, still has her job and I I hope that that's okay Um, and she's right that uh, Ryan was not being respectful of her time you know it seemed Mm -hmm. like he knew how he felt about her way earlier than um, you know and maybe (laughs) I mean maybe he never would have told her you know if she hadn't asked we don't know but yeah it did seem like she was not um, yeah her time wasn't being respected so yeah again props um yes for sure okay uh um can we uh i know we're like it's it's we're it's the long one but can we like (laughs) um can we talk about like the how 
how the different men are approaching having the women do farm chores. Um, And mostly I'm thinking about Hunter and Landon, who we have left to talk a little bit about more anyway. So, um, yeah. So Landon asked uh, the women to make a bridge, a dam, (laughs) something in the water. A a (laughs) water. A breakaway or a something. Fence. Fence. That's what he said. It's a fence that's supposed to break. (laughs) I think that's how he described it. Yeah. Uh, Which I think is a completely reasonable chore to ask. Yeah. And very fun and like muddy and, you know, kind of like Mm -hmm. challenge them. They had to get dirty and that was a fun thing. I think Landon is handling this so well. Um, I think so, too. In terms of, like, what he's asking the women to do. I do not feel like the other men have uh, as good a grip on that. Um, right. And, like, uh, I think in general, um, a lot of them seem to keep talking about, like, um, I feel like in general, more than one of the farmers kind of use this... Um, this kind of very subjective benchmark of how well the the women quote unquote fit into ranch life. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of them lean on that more than they should. Um, yes. Especially without talking to the women about how they <laughs> feel about fitting into ranch life. It's all like very like they have scorecards, you know, and like yeah, I feel like Landon I handles like that it. better than others because he did say mm-hmm. like I do want to know like if um if they're open to this um if they're like um if they'd be comfortable uh you know with this everyday ranch life um but i think i liked the way he talked about it as he just seemed more respectful he seemed more of like it, it seemed like his perspective was like um i understand that them leaving their lives like uprooting their lives and coming to live with me is going to be a huge ask. Like, I know right. it's going to be a huge adjustment. Like, um, I realize the the weight of what I'm asking them to do if I, you know, ask them to, you know, join me or marry me or whatever. So I like that he is giving that the appropriate amount of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like he is a little bit, um, you know, a little bit better. At, like, uh, whereas, like, Hunter... Um, in contrast, I have a lot of questions about castrating bulls. We'll get that, get to that in a second. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. But, um, what I feel about Hunter though, is that a lot of the times the way he's, what he's asking the women to do, it, it makes me feel icky. Like a Mm. lot, I get the feeling that like, uh, he's like, it's an audition. Like he's Mm -hmm. like, or making them apply for a job. Like, it seems like he's purposely trying to make them uncomfortable, like, purposely trying to, like, you know, push them to do things that they honestly shouldn't be doing. Like, they aren't qualified to do. Like, they don't have the right amount of, like, training or learning to do. Right. And, like, I, yeah, it just makes me feel really icky. I feel like he's purposely trying to, like, weed them out. And it's, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't really, I don't like that approach. Um... But, I mean, did you have something to say about that? Or can you just jump right to right telling me more about castration of bulls? 
Okay. <laughs> I hated this. I got way behind in my notes I because I was gripping my desk. I was so uncomfortable. I just hate. And I need to know because your dad is a vet. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a real uh, all the time super normal thing that, uh, you know, ranchers or cattle, whatever, they just pin their bowls down and snip off their nuts with no medical or like any kind of like medicine any vet on you know in sight is that a thing so i i do have to i can i hear my mom in the back of my head <laughs> um she would not want me to misrepresent that this really so i cannot say for sure what my dad's practice was as a veterinarian in castrating large animals um but i do know <laughs> I have a very vivid memory of hearing him talk about when he was in vet school back in the early 60s, it would have been, um, watching his, those farmers or like those large animal veterinarians basically do the same thing with pigs and sheep. Um, no, no anesthesia. You just snip it and go about your day. Um, and so you like cotter car. car Cauterize? Cauterize, thank you. You, like, cauterize it so it stops bleeding. Um, and there's something, there's, like, an, I don't know, I don't think it's an old wives' tale, but there's something about content warning. There's something about using your teeth. Oh, no. To do it. Yeah, I don't know, um... I don't know if that's true or if that was, like, one of those things that the farmers, like, joked about to freak kids out. Like, I don't know. That can't be true. That. I can't imagine that being true because, like, it just seems like a, a a very common sense large animal safety that maybe you shouldn't put your head near their feet. That seems yeah. pretty common sense to me. And also, our well, mouths are tiny. They're so tiny, you know, like. I think it was... That's not um, effective. That's not efficient. For sheep. I think it's for sheep. So I'm Googling Still. it now. So yeah. Sometimes people use their teeth to remove the tiny testicles. And that just like... I've seen my dad do a lot, but that turns my stomach. Oh, like no, I cannot... I also am not a fan of eating sheep as if I did not just have lamb last week. But <laughs> like the idea of it, of the whole thing. Um, and this kind of goes into... Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just like blown. I was just like very blown away that this was the chore that he picked. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I mean. I think it was awful. Yeah. I think it's horrible. Animal rights aside, I think it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, <laughs> a lot of feelings about the animal piece of it. But yeah, definitely there's enough to be concerned about exposing the women, you know, to this who have you know, varying levels of experience with this or knowledge. Right. I think that was totally inappropriate. And I think that, honestly, they handled it way better than mm-hmm. probably anyone else would. Any, like, average They handled it person. way better than I Definitely would have I would. at my age now. Yeah. And I think they also handled it way better than I would have at my age of, like, 14, watching my dad do a lot of surgeries and, like, understanding that process in life as a vet's daughter like I saw a lot a lot a lot a lot 
Um, but at least but he was a vet. That, at least he had medical right, training. Like, it is like insane trained... to me that like right. people with no. I know that you learn a lot being on a farm and raising animals. Yeah. You come across a lot of information. I'm sure you are definitely more qualified than the average Joe to do this, mm-hmm. right? But to have no medical assistance whatsoever is just, it's, on. I don't know. I can't, I try to be open-minded, yeah. but that is really, really yeah. hard for me to be okay with. It feels icky. Yeah. Um, tagging, I think tagging anyone can tag it's yeah. not great it's not fun um, to watch but that's, that's like, for sure but it's, it's a little more common in like science communities for example right right like anyone can tag a, a an ear right um but not everybody should castrate oh my god steers in the corral pen i'm just like bro but i think i i'm wondering i'm curious next week or in a week, they one of the farmers has the women doing pregnancy checks, and I cannot wait to talk about that with you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Pregnancy checks are wild. But I'm interested, now that we're talking about this, I'm like, is that Hunter also? It might be. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I just, okay, I talked last, I'm not gonna, I'm very consciously trying not to make <laughs> this a hunter hate podcast okay like that's not my intention but there's just a lot that makes me uncomfortable about yeah about that so i'm i'm really trying to temper myself but i wouldn't be surprised because that does seem to be how he operates right yeah there's a part of (sighs) me that is like hunter heard what hunter heard in his brain as the producers were talking to him they probably said it's going to be your average every day, like live your life, see if the women can keep up type of show. And he was like, okay, well today I have to castrate bulls. So they're coming with me. Honestly, it didn't feel like that. It seemed like something he set up specifically to make them uncomfortable. Like really? Did you have to castrate them right then? Right then? Right. Like yeah. you couldn't have waited because there were other chores that all of these men have done that we haven't seen on camera. Yeah, tons every day. Yeah, 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 you're probably right. I just, yeah, I I thought that was, I don't, I don't want to be extreme, but I I just have a real big issue with anyone who takes any kind of pleasure in making other people uncomfortable. Like, I just don't, Mm -hmm. and that's, and to varying degrees, a lot of people are like that, you know, like they like making waves, they like, you know, kind of ruffling feathers they like to challenge people and i just i feel like there's a real limit to to doing that without being toxic (laughs) honestly definitely Um, and i think hunter is definitely flirting with that line just based on what we're seeing um but yeah it it makes me wonder and he did say that like megan was the one who was I forget how he phrased it, but basically that she was the one who was, like, keeping up more. And she was kind of, like, ribbing him a little bit when they were working. She, like, said some smart-ass quip about it, about him, like, yapping to her or something. And I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, she was, like, really coming after me or whatever. I like Megan's um, uh, arc. I think she seems to be a little more comfortable this mm-hmm. week than she was in previous weeks, and I'm I'm relieved yes. for her. I mean, me too. Honestly, I don't. Uh, I I won't I won't say <laughs> I won't give any advice about Hunter to Megan, but 
Um, I just want you to be happy, honey. And I'm I'm yes. really glad that you seem she to deserves. be more relaxed. <laughs> yeah, she deserves to be happy. They all do. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so it was kind of nice to see that side of her coming out. She was, like, leaning against the fence, talking back a little bit. And he was like, oh, the sass. It's like, you're so sassy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess. Like, I can definitely see that in her. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And then they ate the testicles for dinner, fried testicles. Oh, boy. Yeah. For dinner, which um, I have never tried, but I do know people people eat them, and that is not abnormal, but it's yeah. also not typical <laughs> in America. Um, yeah. And then the girls were, some of the girls were like, I don't. One of the girls was like, I don't hate this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like, I don't want to like it. And fried. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, like, I've eaten chicken livers. I've eaten, de- I've eaten cow heart. I've eaten cow tongue. But like, I won't eat sweet brains and I won't eat testicles. Yeah. Are those the same thing? I don't even know. I just can't. Oh, they're not brains? <laughs> I don't. Sweet know. brains aren't brains. I, Do you mean sweet breads? Maybe. Is that a, is sweet brains a different sweet thing? Sweet breads. That's what I I've mean. I've heard of it sweet breads. breads. Are you sure yeah, that's brains? brains? I thought that was like no, livers know, or yeah. gizzards Again. or something. Oof. I don't know. I can't even think about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like actively gagging. It's okay. Sorry. We would have to talk about that. I have less issues with that. I, I didn't really mind that. I think that would have been enough. You know, making them eat right. bull testicles, I think, is enough discomfort, Hunter. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, like start ugh. there, buddy. Seriously. Okay. To wrap up, maybe we should talk about um because uh, we had another departure, um mm. that we should yes discuss. Yeah, that was tough to watch. Um, it was tough to watch it, the whole episode arc of Nicole. Yeah, she seemed um, really unhappy. Our PA girly was really hard to watch. Um, but I thought what Landon said was so insightful. Yeah. And showed me that he is paying attention, and I loved it. So, Nicole, at the beginning, or like the middle of the episode, she was, she was crying, and she was talking to one of the other women, and she was like, you know, I just feel like I haven't gotten a lot of time with him, like, he doesn't even look at me. There was at one point, they were, they were doing like the fence building activity, and she was like, he has not looked at me once, and she's like, I'm just... Is this a waste of time? Da 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 da. Whatever. Yeah, she was visibly upset so, about it. Even she was visibly upset about it. Yeah. Um, and then she, and they were all at dinner together, and Landon asked her to walk inside with him to grab another bottle of wine, and they sat and they chatted, and he said that since she got to the farm, he had been looking for the sparkle that was in her eyes and he just didn't see it anymore. Yeah. And he was really hoping he would, but because of that, he didn't think that this was the type of environment that she would thrive in. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that was basically the gist of it. Yeah. And I was like, that is so wise of him because if somebody took me out of my natural environment and on one day I was having fun and getting kicky with the girls... On day one, but that disappeared immediately on day two and a half, day three. I would want the type of, I would want someone to notice that. Yeah. And not, like, put me through it. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really wise and really considerate of him to be like, this is not where you belong. 
Well, okay. I thought this was an example of a couple things that we've noticed elsewhere um, in the episode. And one of them was, I do think he leaned a little too heavily on assuming that it was the ranch life. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, you know, as you know, this, this is a Landon fan podcast, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he's human. And I, I think that that was a little simplistic, um, and a little bit of an assumption, like, and we don't obviously mm-hmm. know, maybe he did ask her that, you know, like, Hey, right. <laughs> is it, is this because you don't like the farm? You know? Uh, but it didn't seem like he asked that. He seemed like he, um, so because of that, this seemed like another example of two people in the same interaction telling vastly different stories and, um, you know, people taking the lack of information from the other person and, um, substituting their own perspectives and own fears Mm -hmm. into it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, for example, like, Nicole, um, you know, she saw, like, she didn't feel like she was getting enough attention from Landon. Um, Actually, not even that. Like, I think, you know, she was taking facts of, like, oh, it doesn't seem like he's looking at me a lot. It doesn't seem like he's, you know, pulling me aside for a talk a lot. It doesn't seem like, you know, um, he's talking to me directly very often. And she took that and interpreted it as, like, oh, he's not giving me attention. He's not Mm -hmm. paying attention to me. He doesn't like me. Whereas uh, I think from their talk, we can see it's pretty clear that Landon has been paying attention to her, mm-hmm. um, but uh, not, uh, you know, she, I don't know. It just didn't seem like they uh, cleared it up in a way that resolved right. things for either of them because Landon was seeing like, oh, she's not looking at me. She's not engaging with me. She's not smiling. Mm-hmm. She's not having fun. That must mean that she hates this ranch life. You know, right. so I think they're both making assumptions and um, that could be a dangerous thing. And yeah, um, I uh, again, we don't know. She might have made efforts to take him aside and talk about it. We don't know. Um, yeah. Very little time that we were privy to. But um, I, I ultimately I did respect Landon for bringing that up and calling attention to it. And I think that, mm-hmm. uh, you know. It, it was sad. It was really hard seeing Nicole very um, hurt. And, um, yeah, I, I, I feel sorry. And I'm, I'm especially, you know, disappointed to be losing her outfits because she's... Yes. <laughs> she's like... It's, Fit queen. It's like fire every time. And I'm really sad to be missing that. And she seems just yeah. funny and personable. Um, so, I yeah, I, I am sad about that. But, um, yeah, ultimately, I think... It sounded like both of them decided that, um, yeah, she should uh, take off. So that was the other departure. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think she handled it, obviously, very well, though. The conversation, mm-hmm. I think she handled it well. I think I am I'm pleasantly surprised with how little um, how little blame is going on in the yeah. breakups that we've seen. I think I, I'm pleasantly surprised with how mature they've been, majority of mm-hmm. them. Um, and how, like, yeah, just pretty peaceful and, um, and nice. And I hope we see more of that. And I hope that's not, um, I hope production doesn't try to amplify that or change that. And I, I, I'm trying to send out the message to production of this and all reality TV that, like, you don't, it doesn't have to be contentious. It doesn't have to be vicious. 
for it to be good TV. I think it's been really good TV and um, with no one, you know, calling each other names or. Right. So I, I hope that that um, is communicated and not uh, we don't lose that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Star, you look exhausted. <laughs> Let's stop. I'm so tired, yeah. y'all. Like, oh, I'm sleepy. It's been a long day, but this is good. Um, yeah. Goodbye to Nicole. Hopefully we will see you again. Maybe I'll run into you in Lancaster oh, or yeah. <laughs> Philly. I would love that. Um, but yeah, I think it was, it was definitely a good departure. Um, also she's like a literal neurological something or other. Like she's so smart. What? Oh, <laughs> um, oh yeah. She's a uh, radiation and oncology. Radiation yeah. and oncology. She is like literally saving lives. Brilliant. Yeah. Like I, yeah, a lot of the women like are, here for are, it. Yeah. So, so smart. Like too smart. <laughs> like what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, like oh no, I can't. You've got such like, big things, just... girl. Like right. this is small compared to the impact yeah. that you can make on the world. Ah, so that's it. We're going to let Starleesha go to bed and get some rest. This East Coast time is yeah. rough, but it's great because I get to spend time with you, Abby, yeah. and we get to talk about TV. We get to watch TV together, then we get to talk about it together, and that's like a highlight of my week. Um, also, shout out to Kylie for including us in a very adorable Instagram reel this week. Thank you so yeah. much. And tagging us and I know I already on Instagram. S- and for tagging us and replying to the comment. Like, I'm loving... I'm kind of loving this energy and this just, I mean, general shout out to all the women. Like, yeah, there you really truly do have like a standing invitation to join us on this podcast at any time. Like we'll try to get in touch with as many of you as we can. Um, But now that I know that people are kind of listening to podcasts about it, I just like, I'm just saying that directly. Um, But I think I'm loving this energy of like, oh, well, they weren't on three different variations of this show before they made it to this show. So they have like, 400 million Instagram followers like we're able to kind of be in touch a little bit more with the women and that's very cool to me because I am popular adjacent and I've always been the person that's like oh if I could just be one degree of separation away from so and so like I will just be a little bit cooler (laughs) so thank you all for making that dream come true definitely and great job honestly I think the the contestants have just really been killing it at the social media game and engaging with the public and I mean, we have, you know, a, a podcast and I can barely keep up with the Instagram and I don't even run it, you know, like Starlisha does it, you know, <laughs> so I can't handle it. I have so much respect for you for engaging with us as much as you do. Thank you so much. Please um, correct us, add to us, you know, yes. um, if we got it wrong, please t- say so. And um, yeah, it would be a privilege to be corrected by any one of you. So... i always tell my i always tell people like i'm not afraid of being told i'm wrong but like with something like this i do feel like it's such a delicate balance because the contestants are like so plugged into social media i am like i mean just thinking about our first episode i feel like my tone has changed so much i didn't know they were listening to us and now i'm like oh my gosh and now i'm like oh my gosh they're so brave anyone like (laughs) Yeah. So total props to y'all. Um, thank you so much for being engaging and just being real and genuine and 
showing us the love that y'all have for each other. And I'm hoping that doesn't change, like, in the next three weeks. I know we're only a few weeks in. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. I mean, everyone, the public, as well as the the contestants and the people that you've you've shared such a a personal uh slice of your life with us and yeah i mean that's a a big gift so thank you for that thank you for giving us something to talk about for sure Um, yes and and yeah we'll see you next time and uh yeah bye bye